Hello everyone and welcome back to Sprint Race Show, the show where I share my thoughts on what's happening in the world of Formula One. My name is Emma Ridgway and I will be your host. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now this weekend was the Turkish Grand Prix, which was uh, an amendment to the schedule. If you remember, um, the original race today was supposed to be Japan. But of course, that got cancelled. And so we are here in Turkey. Um, And actually, with regards to the calendar, this week, we now have a confirmation of the rest of the season. It's done. We now know exactly how many races we have. We know where they are and when they'll be. So it was announced this week that we will be heading to Qatar for the first time. And this will be a triple header starting with Mexico and then Brazil and then over to Qatar. I thought this was really interesting because we go to the Middle East for the season finale in December. And so for me, putting Qatar after Brazil, straight after Brazil, is really tough for most of the paddock. I'm not quite sure why they didn't put Qatar uh, as part of a triple header with the other races in the Middle East. I think if the paddock knew that there was going to be a triple header anyway, then they would have maybe preferred it to be all within the same area. Anyway, that's just my thoughts, but I do know that traveling from Sao Paulo to Doha on a direct flight is 14 hours. That is a seriously long flight, and a lot of the paddock will have to leave straight after that race finishes in Interlagos. I know that a lot of the paddock will fly private, but the distance is 7,500 miles, so most jets will probably need to stop and refuel. So yeah, I know that that was the, the date initially planned as part of the calendar. For a while, if you've been on the Formula One website, it's had TBC on there to be confirmed for a long time. So they had clearly outlined that weekend. And I think there were a lot of rumors about possibly going back to uh, Austin, maybe, or doing another race within like um, the Americas. But no, we are going from South America all the way to uh, the Middle East. Interestingly, Toto Wolf said this weekend that the planned 23 races for next year is just ridiculous. And to be honest, looking at the distances that a lot of these folks are going to have to travel, um, like with this triple header coming up in a few weeks time, I get it. I mean, traveling to 23 different locations in nine months is crazy. He thinks it would be good to implement a rotation of personnel which I think would be a great idea, but a lot of teams aren't going to be able to afford double salaries. It's a bit of a double blow for some of the smaller teams. Yes, they have a budget cap, but they still can't you know, afford to have double the amount of people to go to all these races. And so for the folks that do go, by the end of the season, a lot of them are going to be exhausted. So on top of things like triple headers and extremely long distances between back-to-back races, we have to keep an eye out on things like strategy, pit stops, car setup. I certainly wouldn't blame anyone for making a mistake at this point in the season, given how exhausting it must be. And next year, it's going to be even worse. Anyway, on to the race. Turkey, which we return to, surprisingly, 
Um, as I said, we were supposed to be in Japan. And so with that, uh, the Red Bull team had come equipped with a special livery with the word arigato on it, uh, which I thought was really sweet. It was in traditional Honda white livery and it was a, an homage to uh, Honda who have been their partners for a number of years. Obviously, this is now Honda's final season in Formula One, but we heard this week that they are continuing a slight partnership, shall we say, from afar. It, it isn't fully sponsored, but all of their personnel will become Red Bull powertrain members and they will still be uh, offering to um, develop uh, a little bit as well. So it isn't a complete goodbye from Honda, but their main involvement in the sport will be over. The race itself was decent, but of all the races this year, I, I don't think it will stick in my mind as a, a standout. And, and the reason for that is that even though it was a, a wet race, it affected everyone equally and everyone was also prepared for it. So any kind of disruption that the weather had thrown was cancelled out. So it was essentially a, a normal race. There was a lot of difficulty overtaking. I think Hamilton found an amazing place to overtake at turn three, which was not a traditional overtaking spot as well. I think that's because he had a lot of downforce on the car and was clearly faster in the corners. And so he was able to overtake in places that a lot of other drivers weren't. And I think another driver who managed to take advantage of that was Carlos Sainz, who actually was voted driver of the day for his performance. For me, other highlights included uh, Bottas's performance. I thought that was a really strong statement from him. I thought it was a really mature performance from Bottas and one of his best as a Mercedes driver. He had no issues, no dramas. It was very clean, very professional, and he definitely deserved that win. I loved the battle between Perez and Hamilton. I have so much respect for Perez for how he maneuvered that. He kept his place, but he also kept his head. And that to me is exactly how you fight in Formula One. They both gave each other space. They were both racing and pushing each other hard. And at one point, Perez even went so wide that he crossed the pit lane line. And what I love is that because they were giving each other so much space, they were able to keep that battle back and forth. And when you thought Hamilton had got him, Perez came right back. And when you thought Perez had the line, Lewis was there and it was, it was brilliant. I think it was a little bit premature to bring Perez in after that fight. He was clearly doing a really good job fighting with Hamilton. Uh, obviously, in the end, it, it didn't matter hugely. But had he kept Hamilton behind, I think that would have hindered the Mercedes even more. Alas, they brought him in. And obviously, due to the tyre situation with Hamilton, he was able to get on the podium in the end. The dilemma with Hamilton's tyre, I think, started when they tried to pit him initially, but he didn't want to come in. And that to me was the kind of crucial moment. And when that moment passed, when Hamilton didn't pit, I think it was over. I know that Hamilton was, he wanted to stay out. He, he knew the track. He, he could see that it was drying. He was essentially on slicks at that point. His intermediates had no tread left on them at all. But by not coming in, in that moment, to me, that was the window closed. And for Mercedes to then try and pit Hamilton later with eight laps to go, it just caused so much unnecessary trouble. It was a little bit of tug of war between the two and that meant that they, they both missed the window. And so when Hamilton did pit, he came out and he just about managed to keep fifth place. 
this year more than others, we've talked a lot about the critical importance of tire strategy. And I wonder at the end of the season, looking back, what hindsight will tell us about all of these decisions. In terms of the championship, tyre strategy has gone both ways for both Verstappen and Hamilton. Whether it was the tyre blowout for Verstappen in Baku or Hamilton not coming in in France, we still don't know yet how all of these individual key moments will affect the outcome. But we're running out of races now, so with the board set and the calendar official between now and December, every single place will need to count for both of these drivers. That is all for this week. A reminder that uh, this episode is available on all podcasting streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Overcast, um, and many more. It's also available on YouTube as an animated series. Um, So if you're watching on either of those different platforms, uh, please check out the other forms as well. Next race will be in Austin, Texas in two weeks time. So until then, thank you very much for tuning in.